everybody, and welcome back to The Counselor's Couch. I'm your host, Calvin Williams, licensed professional counselor. You know, I hope you all had a great holiday season and you jumped into the new year with both feet. We are presently in the middle of Mardi Gras season here in Louisiana, so les les bon temps roulés. I'm excited about the plans that are happening for 2023 and some of the upcoming shows and the topics that we've decided on. Now, as we roll into the new year, I realized something. I'm not really a person that tends to make resolutions. I just don't think that way. If you want to make a change, start at that moment and engage. Why wait until a holiday for action? Would you do that with an antibiotic? The doctor prescribes it and says, now start this at the beginning of next month. No. He usually says, pick it up when you leave here and get started on it immediately. I mean, that just makes sense. So why not do the same thing with changes you're wanting to make in your life? Pick it up right now and start today. Each day is a gift, and in actuality, it's the only day we have. Yesterday is gone, and tomorrow will never come. Because when you wake up in the morning, it will be a today. Now, I'm sorry if I sound like a fortune cookie, but it's true. So this year, I am going to practice being in the now, mindful to the present. What am I doing right now to move me towards the life I want to create? Or what am I doing right now to tolerate the life I have? You know, it really is one or the other. For me, 2023 is also going to be about becoming. You know, it's a word I have reflected on and prayed about for the past several weeks. Who am I becoming by taking the actions I'm taking or not taking? Self-reflection is key and awareness will guide you on this journey. I found that I'm becoming somebody that can easily disconnect from others. Perhaps it's due to the stress or something else. I'm not quite sure yet, but I'll get there. Who am I becoming in my marriage, as a father, as a professional, as a friend, as a person, and even as a man? Is this person acceptable to me? If not, then it's time to take action and course correct. I don't want to simply accomplish a goal. I want to become somebody that accomplishes goals. I don't want to read a book. I want to be a reader. I don't want to do a podcast. I want to be a podcaster. Identity-based changes are long-lasting. Identify what it looks like to be that type of person and take action. 2023 is all about becoming the person I want to become. I hope you're going to join me for this journey. But as always, before we get started, let me remind you again, nothing provided in this podcast implies a therapeutic relationship between counselor and client. It is solely for education and entertainment. Counseling can help you overcome challenges, enhance your relationships, and develop skills to lead the life you want. If you're considering therapy, then please reach out to a trained, licensed professional in your community. If you are interested in seeking counseling in the Monroe, Louisiana area, or if you live anywhere in Louisiana and you are interested in participating in teletherapy with state-approved professionals, then contact the providers at HealthPoint Center. Change starts here. Psychology and Counseling Services. HealthPoint is a collaboration of independent professionals who are dedicated to improving your quality of life and guiding you on a positive path toward change. That's HealthPoint Center, located at 1818 Avenue of America, Monroe, Louisiana. So call today to inquire about services, providers, or book an appointment at area code 318-998-2700.
Well, it's that time again. So pull up a cushion, kick off your shoes, and grab a cup of coffee. Let's get started with the session. As I reflect on 2023 being a year of becoming, for me personally, I started to think about behaviors that are acceptable and unacceptable for me. Now, as I say this, I realize it can sound a little entitled, but please don't get me wrong. That's the furthest thing from my mind. It is a reality that we all face. There is such a thing as acceptable and unacceptable behaviors. Whether or not we're talking about a self-reflecting awareness of our own actions or the actions of others, especially in relationships. Unfortunately, we often fail to have these discussions with others and Well, let's be honest, who really wants to take a deep internal look at their own life? Well, to answer that question, the people that want to make changes in their lives and changes that are lasting. And in order to truly make those changes, you have to get real. Real about what we're trying to convince ourselves is acceptable. Now, I realize this may sound strange coming from me since I consistently say that acceptance is the answer to all of my problems. Once I accept something, it can truly empower me to make the changes I want or to navigate the situation in the most effective and efficient way I determine. In fact, if you look back at previous episodes, you're going to find one dedicated completely to acceptance. But what if something really is unacceptable to me, especially the actions or behaviors of myself or others? Now, reflecting on this, I realize that it comes down to what's within my circle of control. If something is unacceptable but within my circle of control, then I can move into actions by starting with accepting that this is unacceptable and controlling the controllables. But if something is unacceptable and outside of my circle of control, it requires a different approach. We must still start with acceptance, but it leads us down a path of different discussions and actions. Now, let me repeat that. What I'm saying is if something is unacceptable but within my circle of control, then do something about it. However, if something is unacceptable and outside of my circle of control, I must accept it and focus on controlling what is within my control. So the big question is, what's within your circle of control? Now, there are really only three things that we are in control of in this world. We have control of our words the things that actually come out of our mouth, our thoughts, the things that roll around in our head, and yes, this is often a challenge to capture and direct, and the actions that we take. That's it. Words, thoughts, and actions. The rest is outside of our circle of control. We have no control over what someone else thinks, says, or does. You only have control over what you think, say, and do in response to it. Now, this can be humbling in one way, but it can also be empowering and freeing in another. Accepting what is outside of my control allows me the opportunity to focus on personal growth. I can take the energy that I have been investing on something resulting in no true outcome, and I can invest it on something that results in the changed life that I am seeking. Now, as a therapist, I have spent hours upon hours with people ruminating on the words, thoughts, and actions of others. It really is their entire focus, resulting in repeated patterns of frustrations, disappointments, and even resentments. 
they reach a point of emotional and physical exhaustion. I mean, they just feel empty. Why? Well, the simple answer is they are focused on the wrong thing. They're trying to solve the wrong problem. Seriously, they may have the right solution, but applying it to the wrong problem doesn't get the results desired. You know, I've mentioned in previous episodes that I believe we are hardwired as human beings to be problem solvers. Unfortunately, we might need some assistance with problem identification before we activate our solutions. What I often see in these situations are people struggling with trying to make something acceptable that is actually unacceptable in their life. If I can get this person to act or think differently, then it will be easier for me to accept and my life will be complete. No. What is the flaw in this logic? The circle of control. You may actually be able to momentarily manipulate someone's behavior, but you really and truly have not changed them because you cannot. It is outside of your circle of control. But you know, we still do it. We take on responsibility for others. And believe me, there will be people that will allow you to do that for them when it suits them. However, you'll eventually come to resent them for it. It becomes heavy and a daily burden that deep inside you, you know, is not really your burden to carry. Why? Well, you are actually trying to make something that you find unacceptable, their actions, acceptable in your life. And let me repeat that. You are trying to make something that is unacceptable to you acceptable by taking on control or responsibility for something outside of your control. And you expect it to consistently work out in your favor? Now, I wonder you're sitting in a counselor's office and spent thousands of dollars on self-help books, workshops, and therapy. The truth is, you cannot make acceptable something you find unacceptable. It's just not possible, but we try it, and we try it, and we try it. We try it at home, work, in relationships, and even in ourselves. We will rationalize behaviors, justify decisions, and run from conversations just to avoid this simple truth. I cannot make something all right when I see it as wrong. So why do we do it? Why are we driven to tolerate unacceptable behaviors from others and even ourselves? Why do we try so hard to make what is unacceptable acceptable? We will actively justify someone else's disrespectful, unloving, unkind behavior towards us. We will argue with others to justify our own behaviors, thus arguing to stay the way we are and not make a desired change. We will justify it and then complain about it in the same breath. The interesting thing is that by justifying the behavior, well, we actually acknowledge that in some way the behavior is acceptable, which then leads to repeat patterns of behavior. Down the rabbit hole of pain, shame, suffering, and disillusionment we go. So why do we do it? What motivates this response or our inaction, which really is an action if you think about it? I invite you to consider that perhaps it's one of two things, or perhaps it's even both. One, we are afraid. We are driven by a fear based on something we're attaching to it. Perhaps I will have to change my lifestyle, or perhaps I will need to learn something new to make a change. 
both of which I know can be scary and intimidating. Second, I'm attaching it in some way to my value as a person. Recognizing something is unacceptable and in need of change means maybe I did something wrong. I failed or I'm flawed. As I said, it's possible that it could be both because they're so easily connected. So let's start with unpacking fear or what we often refer to as false evidence appearing real. We will attempt to make unacceptable actions or behaviors acceptable simply because we are afraid. And afraid of what? You know, that's the million-dollar question. The reality is that the thing you fear is more than often not a life-or-death outcome. It's a discomfort outcome, or better described as a cognitive block or a mental obstacle inhibiting our ability to take actions. Now, avoidance of actions then sets us up to tolerate or accept those things that are truly unacceptable. Why do people stay in a relationship that they know is not good for them? Why do we remain at a job that is sucking the life out of you every day you walk in the door? What causes you to justify the inappropriate actions of others? Well, they just are that way or, well, we should be glad to have a job. Well, screw that. They should be glad I work for them. Why tolerate it? Because we're afraid of the unknown. If I quit, what does that look like for me? If I confront them and they leave, what does that look like for me? We then burrow down the rabbit hole of anxiousness and create a scenario in our mind of all the horrible things that will happen. Now, listen to what I just said. That will happen. We make the scenario of the unknown a reality. This will happen. Therefore, ruling out any other viable options based on our abilities, capabilities, and actions. Do you want to know what really happens when you leave a job where people minimize your value and treat you like cattle? Well, you no longer have to answer to them and be treated less than human. You are free to seek other options or maybe even create something new. You have the chains lifted that have held you in a place and you are free to soar. Is it scary? Sure. Is it difficult? Does it require a change? Sure. Is it uncomfortable? Yes. Are you capable? Yes, you are. But what holds us back from seeing those capabilities is fear. It blinds us or shifts our focus to the things outside of our control. You know, I once had a client that told me they couldn't see themselves picking up the phone and calling their estranged child because it was just too difficult. Now, they told me this on a phone call. They were actually on the phone talking about this, and they were telling me it was too difficult to make a phone call. What? They called me on a phone to talk about how difficult it was to make a phone call? Their focus created a scenario in their mind that impacted their perceived ability to do what they were actually doing at the moment. Now, I get it. What they really meant was they were uncomfortable with the call because of the nature of the relationship. But what they missed was they were extremely capable of making the call. The focus was not on their ability or what was within their control. The focus 
was on their fear and the discomfort of the discussion. Well, this led to a disconnected relationship between them and their child, which ultimately was unacceptable. However, they had spent years trying to make it acceptable rather than engage in action steps to create the change they wanted. By focusing on their capabilities and addressing the discomfort of the discussion, they were ultimately able to engage. Now, not every situation turns out this way, but I hope you see how this illustrates my point. Are you tolerating or accepting something that is unacceptable to you because of your fear? Well, let today be a starting point for you. Embrace your fear and lean into it. It's not easy and you may need some help. So get it and make a change. Now, if it's not fear that's leading you down the path of accepting what's unacceptable, then perhaps it's something that you are attaching to your value as a person. Now, believe it or not, it's often the thoughts or expectations we attach to a situation that drives behaviors or reactions in our lives. The conditions that we attach to our value as a human being can be crippling when it comes to taking action or making changes, which leads us to tolerate actions or behaviors that we don't like that are unacceptable. So who establishes the expectations you have of self? Well, the answer is you. However, we often subconsciously allow our past and the reactions of others to establish these expectations, which can easily lead to our efforts to accept something that is unacceptable. Now, this is also fear-related. It's a fear of disappointing others. Our focus, again, is on something outside of our control. Do we have control over others being disappointed? No. The fear shifts our focus, and we begin to focus on the expectations others may have of us, which is outside of our control. But what makes this so important to me, it has to do with what I'm attaching to the disappointment. What does it mean that others are disappointed in me? It means my value is now in the spotlight. If they are disappointed, I've let them down. I am a let down. I am less than. I am not good enough. So we avoid addressing the unacceptable behavior, setting us up to tolerate or make efforts to accept the unacceptable actions of others. You know, people will stay in unhealthy relationships and justify unacceptable behaviors from others because they don't want others to see them as a failure in relationships. I mean, really? What's wrong with failing at something? This is actually how we learn. Unfortunately, what we're learning may not really be the intent of the lesson. I've mentioned this before, but it always bears repeating. Human beings learn through trial and error. But living in fear of making a mistake or failing at something limits our learning process. Tolerating something unacceptable just so people will not judge you or see you as a failure is impossible. There will always be judgmental people, and I promise you that you will experience failure from time to time. So you're not really avoiding anything, and you're putting up with something for no clear reason when things can change, and you can change them. But you must take action. Now, I never said taking these actions would be easy or uneventful. In fact, it's highly likely it will be a struggle and uncomfortable. For some, it may actually mean the end of a relationship, a friendship, a marriage, or the end of a long-invested career path. 
Perhaps you're not invested in your retirement yet. You committed to a company and you've done your time, but the company is not invested in you and never has been. This doesn't mean that you must end the relationship or quit your job, and I'm not suggesting that you do that. What I'm suggesting is that you take the time to ask yourself why you are accepting this behavior. Now, if the goal is to get invested with a company after 30 years, then realize that's the goal. The goal is not job satisfaction. The goal is not enjoying going to work or feeling like I have contributed to society or the world. The goal is to invest 30 years and have a retirement plan. The goal may not be to have a happy relationship. The goal may actually be to live a certain lifestyle that the relationship affords you. Now, this is not wrong nor right. It just is. But are you being honest with yourself? Are you truly aware of what you are seeking? If you are, then why are you experiencing the emotional discomfort, the tension, the frustrations, and the resentments? You know, emotions are just information about self. They're trying to tell us something about ourselves. It's not about the situation. It's about my thoughts, my beliefs, and my expectations that I attach to the situation. If I'm trying to make something acceptable that I find unacceptable, then it kind of complicates the process. If I can identify what it is and truly accept it, then I will be free of the frustration. I can freely navigate the situation, the relationship, or the job, unattached to some preconceived belief, thought, or expectation. I can then just enjoy work for what it is and not what I expect it to be. It's a means to an end. Mark off your days and invest in your retirement because that was the goal. Then you are free to find joy or fulfillment elsewhere. However, if I find that something is unacceptable and I cannot accept it, then change the things within your control. Focus on your capabilities. Clearly outline your goals and take actions to accomplish those goals. Create the life you are seeking. You are worth it. Well, it seems we've come to the end of our session today. You know, I want to thank each of you for listening, and I encourage you to keep coming back. Now, as you move forward this week, I hope you're going to take some time for self-reflection. Are you struggling with trying to make something acceptable that you realize is unacceptable? Are you holding back the changes you really want to make just simply because you're scared? And what are you really afraid of? Perhaps you think a change will in some way diminish your value. It won't. You are a value, and you always have been. Seek clarity this week. Are you becoming the person you really want to be, or are you settling for what you have in the moment. Today, I want to leave you with a quote from James Clear's awesome book, Atomic Habits. Now, if you haven't read this one, then, you know, grab it, add it to your reading list for 2023. I mean, it's worth it. When it comes to change, many people think they lack motivation. When what they really lack is clarity of goals. Remember, folks, you are not alone. Live intentionally, love daily, and laugh often. Please subscribe and follow me on whatever format you use to listen to podcasts. And if you don't mind, go to Apple and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Those things really do help us improve the show as needed. And uh, they just kind of let us know where you're at and what you're thinking. Uh, take a moment, too, and share the episode with a friend or a family member. You know, I really want to get the message out there this year that you are not alone. 
Now, if you have any questions or comments about this podcast, then you can email them directly to Calvin at CalvinCWilliamsLPC.com, or you can reach me on Facebook at Williams Professional Counseling Services, LLC. You can even check out my website at www.CalvinCWilliamsLPC.com. Or if you'd like to schedule a therapy session with me, contact us at Health Point Center at area code 318-998-2700. I really do always look forward to hearing from listeners, so please feel free to submit topics of interest, comments, or questions. Thanks again for stopping by, and remember folks, there's always room for you on the Counselor's Couch.